Welcome to episode four of Friends Beer Coffee, an autobiographical podcast for the hell of it. I'm your host, Joel Gretzik, opinionated firstborn and family vlogger. Today's guest is my mom. How's it going? Pretty good. 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 How are you? I'm doing great. I'm glad to talk to you. I can tell you're a little nervous uh, from your voice, but it's fine. Everything's going to be great. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so why don't you tell people uh, a little bit about yourself, uh, teaching, uh, things that you like to do with gardening and whatnot. Okay. I teach little people. I've done it for many, many years. I love it. Some days are better than others. I enjoy seeing kids learn and grow. I love it when the light bulb goes on. You can just see it in their eyes, and it's like, yeah, I can do this. I wouldn't be teaching this long if I didn't like it and enjoy it. That is true. That is very true. How many years have you been a preschool teacher? At my current school is 20 years, and before that, I would say 26 years. I'd consider that being an expert. Uh, Yeah. I enjoy it. (laughs) What got you into wanting to be a preschool teacher? When you were younger, did you volunteer at the, you know, teaching Sunday school, that, that sort of thing? I enjoyed, yeah, I, w- I would help in the Sunday school classroom. I, I don't know, wherever, Bible school, wherever there was a, something happening in that church that had involved little kids, I was there. And you you grew up in the church, right? I did. All my life, ever since I can ever remember, we always went. Yeah. Your parents were part of a missionary church. Yes. Uh-huh. Did they go there for... Forever. How long did they go there? Forever. They, <laughs> I mean, um, I, I, I remember see. being little and going with them to let's Sunday see. school and stuff. I don't know. Long, long, long time. Okay. Probably, I would say probably 60-some years. Did they get married in that missionary church? No. No, they went no. They went to my mom's parents were farmers and there was a church probably I don't know, a mile, mile and a half from their house. And anyhow, they got mom and dad got married at um that church in just the pastor, wife, and I don't know, maybe a few family members. Then they came back to mom's parents, my grandparents' farmhouse, and they had like a reception party deal for them. Oh, okay. That's what they did back then. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Abigail and I got married just, well, you know, just in the pastor's office. It was us and a few close family members. That's right. We had another thing later, but, uh, yeah, first time. I mean, we've been married the whole time, but the the one time we (laughs) – that's one thing Dad always (laughs) jokes about. I know, dig a hole. Well, the second time my son got married. No, no, no. We got married in Preston's office. That was a legal thing. And then a year later, we had, like, a full wedding. A big wedding. A a big thing with a, a dress and a minister and photographer and all that stuff. Exactly, exactly. So. Uh, are you a farm girl or a city girl? 
I am a definite country girl. Yeah, country girl. What What is more appealing to you about the country? Open spaces, small town feel. I just like the atmosphere. Plenty of space to be. Though we don't have museums and we don't have uh, ballparks as far as like national ballparks, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just like the hometown feel, that's all. It's kind of where you've grown up too, right? I mean, you were exactly. country, country Ohio and now you're country Indiana, but that works for you. Exactly, exactly. One of my favorite things is to see a old-fashioned windmill, and I like the big sky as far as seeing the sunrise and the sunset. I so enjoy that. You're normally up pretty early, too. I remember I being younger and making fun of you on a Saturday going, oh, I slept until 6.30. Exactly. What do you mean, exactly. slept? But now, as a parent, I, I understand exactly. what you're talking about because Wesley is up, or seed, or even I mean, usually around six, six fifteen. Right. So if we're not up till seven. I can every once in a while go. Oh, I slept until seven today. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, where I grew up at, especially in the fall, on. All sides of our home was all cornfields. So I always rode the school bus to school and back, but you couldn't hardly tell when the school bus was coming because of all the corn stalks, all the field being up so high, right? The uh-huh. So mom would hop, this is true, Mom would step up on the bed to look over the corn stalks to over out the window to see the lights flashing and go, "Okay, sis, the bus is coming." And then out I would go, and there, there we, uh, you know, I had to be out in time, otherwise they'd go right by, and I'd miss my ride. <laughs> true story. True story. You're a little short too, so your feet didn't hit the floor of the school bus for a long time. Exactly. My my yes, I couldn't set I would set on the seat of course. My feet never touched the floor until my junior year in high school. And I thought, whew, finally. And my senior year we bought a, they the school corporation bought a new bus and my senior year my feet would not touch the floor. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true story. I'm going, man. Oh. Yeah. How tall are you? I am five foot. Five foot even. Yes, yes, yes. Are you but rounding up or no? No, I'm not rounding up. I'm just asking. <laughs> <laughs> My, um, being a country girl here is a another story. I was probably seven, eight years old, and Mom and Dad had chickens that they raised for eggs and such, and they had a rooster, and that rooster hated me. Mom would, I would have, um, you know, go out 
to see Dad do, you know, whatever. And this rooster would run after me, peck at my legs, make me bleed, and I would scream. Oh, I was terrified of this thing. Well, finally, one day, I... Now, first of all, I love animals. But I turned around, and I was like, okay, it's the rooster or me. So I grabbed the rooster by the legs, and this rooster, the wings are flapping, the the uh, beak is going, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, what have I done? I'm going to die. This thing is going to kill me. So I took this rooster in my little childlike face, and I whacked it by the side of the barn, dropped it. The rooster was kind of dazed and never bothered me again. So I can honestly say the first time I ever stood up for myself was with a rooster. (laughs) You put that rooster bully in its place. I did. (laughs) It's true. And hey, the thing is, if you can't laugh at yourself, you can't laugh at anybody. So that was my first bully I had to figure out what to do with. No, that's good. Yeah. That that's really good. Uh you're a dog person. I am. More than a more than a cat person. Why do you like dogs more than cats? Um cats are more independent whereas dogs will love you just right where you're at. I don't know. I just like dogs. Do you have any favorite dogs when you were growing up? Oh, when I was growing up, we had a dog named Penny. We had a dog named Trixie. I can remember I was wee little, and now nowadays you would either go to a breeder or you would go to the animal control, the shell, animal shelters to pick a dog out. But I remember as a little little girl going with mom and dad and it was at the it was a, at a veterinarian place and it must have been I can't remember exactly but kind of reminded me of a barn shape uh-huh. and it was all painted white I remember that and there was like um Reminded me of like little mini rooms or little mini stalls, and there were dogs in there. And then we could pick our dogs that we wanted. And I remember that's where we got Penny at. What kind of dog was Penny? I don't know. Black and brown with two little little brown dots above her eyes, so that's why she was called Penny. And And then the dog Trixie, she honestly must have been a... Stray, mom came home, and the dog met her and sat on the sidewalk looking at her, and mom was kind of afraid to get out of the car, didn't know, you know, what kind of dog is this. And she rolled the window down and was talking to the dog, and the dog was wagging the tail, and anyhow. So Trixie came to live with us. Oh, I didn't know that's how you got Trixie, because you've told me some stories about Trixie before. I didn't know that's where she came from. Yep. Yep. She sat on the sidewalk staring, and Mom thought, 
I don't know, are you a friendly dog or not friendly dog? So, sure enough. All right, explain to me this. Why don't you like Chinese food? Oh. Because, well, well, I mean, we'll go out to eat as a family or I'll take you out or we'll make plans to do this, that, or the other thing. And many times you've gone, oh, you know, I could do anything, just not Chinese food. Did you have a bad experience with Chinese food once? No. Or it's just a style no. of food that you've never found just, anything you like? Uh, it's just a style of food that I just don't care for. Everyone loves it. Absolutely enjoy. I just prefer not to have that. Don't ask me why. I just don't like it. Okay. I'm just curious. I never asked you why. I always kind of wonder. No, there's no, no bad experience, no anything. It's just, I don't know. I just don't like it. Have and you, maybe, not, maybe it was because I didn't grow up with it. If I grow up with, you know, when people grow up with certain types of foods, they prefer one type of food over another food. That makes sense. And maybe that's why I just don't care for it simply because I didn't have it when I was little. You have told me a few times how Wesley is very similar to how I was when I was a kid with the way he's kind of grumpy in the mornings and things like that. Can you tell me a little bit about what I was like as a kid? Well, I know that when I would wake you up, I would wake you up and then give you about 20 minutes to be... Um, happy and talkative and uh, you just needed that time to, you know, be ready to hop out of bed and face the world, so to speak. So I just needed that time to kind of get myself together? Yes, regroup. Yes. yes. And if if we were running late, say, to church, because I know we did that a few times, what was I like then if you had to pull me out of bed without giving me that extra time? Not a happy camper. No. There was one time you were, let's see, you were about four, your sister was two, and then the youngest sister was a newborn, and your dad dropped us off at the door, And all three of you were just not happy, Mm -hmm. crying, throwing a temper tantrum. I remember the usher said, ma'am, can I help you? I said, oh, no, I got it. We're good. I still, I can close my eyes and see the look on his face like, okay, all right. Okay, lady. (laughs) And by the time we got everybody settled, you were ready to go to class. And it it just worked. But you all needed your time. And it's like, okay, I will help one one child at a time. You're the oldest. The baby's fine. We're going to start with you and work our way down. And we did, and it was fine. Was I talkative as a kid? Because I know I'm pretty talkative now. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You would talk from the time you woke up most, well, as I say, the 20 minutes. Get get you some breakfast. Get some food in you, and you're ready to 
continue talking. Anything and everything. doesn't matter. It's just always. Always. No, one time I remember we were going to go to McDonald's, and uh, for your dad and I, the code was, we'll, we'll stop and, you know, get some. It was F&F and, F and P.O.P., French fries and pop. And all of a sudden, you knew what that code was, and I'm going, whoa, he's grown up. He knows what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Sure enough. How, how, uh, how old was I roughly when I started to read? Because Wesley is four and a half now, and he's moved beyond only reading sight words, and he's starting to be able to sound things out and spell some things, um, which he's figured out mostly on his own. I mean, we read books. We're working through this thing at the local library where you read a thousand books before you go to kindergarten. Oh, yes, yes. Uh And in the last six weeks, we've done just over 200. He's super excited about it. And we, some of them we read repeatedly. Um, but we do that more as a interactive thing. So we'll ask what's happening in the story or how do you think that made this character feel, that sort of thing, versus focusing on the sight words or the letters themselves. And he's just right digging right in. Right. I can't even tell you the age, but I know we went to the library a lot and we read a lot of books. We had a basket, almost like a carrying basket. It was plastic at the time. And everybody could pick out so many books. And then we'd go sometimes twice a week to the library. And all you guys would enjoy it. That's good. West, West we do that now with him. And he, he thinks it's just the greatest thing ever. Exactly. Like for the the books, right, what are the characters? What's the setting? What's the problem? What do you think is going to happen? Where are they going to go? What's going to happen next? How's it going to end? Or you could read a book and then, if, especially if you read it again and again, then ask Wesley, okay, so let's change the ending. How do you How do you think this could go? What could we do different? That's a good idea. I like those kind of questions. Or even take... Old classics like, um, I don't know, the Three Bears. Instead of having porridge, they had pancakes. Instead of mom making the porridge, maybe dad was in the kitchen making the pancakes. Maybe they're Pac-Man pancakes. And then, you know, make it it your own. Yeah. We moved around a lot. I think that could be an understatement. Yes, that could be an understatement, yes. <laughs> I have lots of different reasons. Um, family, to help them out because of health, job changes, school. We don't have to get into the details, that's fine. But how many times roughly do you think you would say that we moved as a family when the three of us kids were were growing up? Um, last time I counted was 36 times. In... A few different states. I mean, it wasn't just one place either. Correct. You got the whole packing and unpacking thing down to a science then. You could say so. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty good at that now, too. Anytime anybody needs help moving, I'm, I usually end up being the person that packs the truck because it's like real-life Tetris. Uh, oh, yeah. That's true, too. 
So if you ever get boxes and you know you're going to move, save them. True. It's one of the things that's come in handy with working in an office because we get regular shipments of, like, paper for the copy room and things. And so anytime anybody's moving, you know, because they're always like, oh, save the paper boxes. Exactly. We have a little room that they kind exactly. of collect in in the storage area and people use them as needed. Yep. Uh, when I was a kid, I got, as a baby, I got chicken pox, correct? You did, from the church nursery. Oh, that's where I got them. And it yeah. got, it was kind of a bad case, wasn't it? Yes. You had it in your mouth. Um, yeah, in your throat. It was, it was a big to-do. And I'm thinking, I wish someone would have told me someone had the chicken box when they came to the nursery. But, and all is well. We all lived through it. I thought I was going to lose my freaking mind, but I we all got through it, Joel, and all was well. That was a little, a little exciting. Yeah. Did did we seem to get sick a lot as kids? I I remember getting sick. I remember getting sick in Grandpa's truck. Your dad driving. I don't know where we were driving. <laughs> I remember telling Grandpa, "I'm sick. I I need to throw up. I don't feel good." And him doing his like grumbly thing you'll be fine it's hold it in you know whatever (laughs) and then a couple minutes later on the floor of his truck i think that was the first time i heard him actually swear versus just saying gold darn it or you know dead gummit or whatever (laughs) i knew he loved me dad didn't dad didn't cuss very often but every now and then Yep, I knew he loved me, but I knew he was very mad, and I needed to give him space. <laughs> oh well. Oh, uh, it was chicken noodle fair soup. Warning. Yeah, I, it looked about the same coming up as it did going down. Oh yuck! <laughs> yuck! And it was a nice red truck to boot. It was a new one. I remember. It was an- yeah, it was a new Chevy truck at that point. Yep. He had gotten it after having that old blue Ford for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. It, it was that new truck he got, and of course I was the one to break it in. It's okay. So did we did did we tend to get sick very much or not so much? Because you know you've got those kids that seem to be always sick, and then other ones who no. seem to never get sick. No, not now and then, but not really. No, maybe. A cold here and there, but no, you were you guys weren't real sick. That's good. No. You always you always laughed at me because many times you would say, Mom, what are you doing this for? I never had well, it was many when you kids were little, I did not have a dishwasher. So you do the dishes by hand, but yet I also know if dishes were in the dishwasher with the hot temp, it would kill germs, right? So anyhow, I did the dishes, all of that, but I would always boil water in a in a teapot. And after the dishes were in the um, washed and in the uh, strainer, in the you know where they dry at, I would take the hot boiling water and pour over the dishes. And you would ask why, and I would say it helps kill germs. 
So I don't know if that helped or not, but that's one thing I did as a young mom. There you go. How long were you and Dad married? Um, A total of 23 years. Abigail and I are coming up on 12 in April. Yeah. Pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I, I very much feel like an adult now being in my mid-30s and having two kids and all that there fun stuff. There you go. You are very married. <clears throat> Growing up, I remember Saturday mornings, specifically in like junior high high school when people tend to like sleeping in you would always make sure that we were up and cleaning the house or if we you didn't wake us up purposely to have us do things i would hear the vacuum going and things like that why was saturday morning the cleaning morning because if i had worked all week that was my time to get up and clean and get the things uh, everything ready and prepared because before you guys ever, guys ever got out of bed, but many times you got out of bed, well, hey, you're up. I need your help. <laughs> Here we went. To the point that I think we, like, moved furniture and vacuumed under the furniture pretty regularly, not just once in a while. That's a, Yes, that is correct. Or we would move furniture, move the furniture around the room. To have may a different new furniture, but just move it around so it's a, a new look, quote unquote. How were the three of us, myself and my two sisters, similar, and then how were we different growing up? And do you think we got along well overall, or do you think we didn't get along too well? I think overall, you got along pretty well. We all have our moments in time, like all of us. You were, being the firstborn, you were the one that, um, you would, as a little kid, you would go, okay, girls, we got to, you know, finish the sentence, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So you were always type of the leader. The sister down from you was more the quiet, quieter one and didn't talk a whole lot. And then the youngest sister, well, she you always knew where she stood. She's always talking, communicating, laughing, you know, whatever. So each of you have your own different personalities. Um, the The sister down from you is a definite artist, painter, um Sing. She likes to sing. The youngest sister, she enjoys dancing. And like at church, you would do the the sound. So everybody had something to do at church. Everybody had a different job that they enjoyed doing. You guys all enjoyed doing it. Yeah, no kidding. I, I volunteered for free for years. Yep, we uh. all volunteered for free for years, Joel. <laughs> and look where it got us. <laughs> yep. What did you think about when I started while volunteering, when I started traveling a lot of different places? See, I went, that one time, the first time I went to India, I remember going into your classroom because you were teaching it 
the same in the yes. same building as where I was volunteering at the time with the church, and just very nonchalantly, I was like, "Hey, mom, can I go to India?" No, no, that's not what you said. You came to the door. The my helper said, "Hey, Joel's here." I said, "Oh, hi." You said, "Hey, mom, you know how sometimes kids ask to borrow the keys." I said, oh, you need the car? You need the key to run around, you know, go to town to get, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, no, no, I don't need any keys. I just, well, hey, can I go to India? I said, go where? He goes, he went, India. And I go, how you getting there? And then you explained your story. And I thought, yeah, okay, I guess. Fine with me. I shut the door and I looked at my helper and I said, he doesn't want the car keys. He's going to India. And I remember the, my aide going, he's going where? And I go, yeah, same response. That's what I said too. Where? <laughs> where? Was this the same teaching assistant that helped me out of that car wreck? Yes, 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 yes. She she was a good person. Um, yep, she is. She's She's got a wonderful heart. I don't remember how many years later that was, but I was living with another family at that point, and the mom was driving. We were going down these country roads and hit some ice, and she overcompensated when we started to peel out a little bit. Went back and forth on the road and then hit the side of the road and rolled over down a small embankment, landed on the roof of the minivan right, in some standing water. Right. I don't know, a foot, maybe a little more. And luckily we weren't hurt, but it was difficult to unbuckle and get out because my door was kind of smashed in against the side. And your teacher friend was the one that reached her hand down to help me out. And then when she saw me look up and saw my face, she was like, Joel? <laughs> yeah, hi. Hey, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a, she's a, She's a good friend to this day. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Tell me, tell me an embarrassing story about when I was a kid. It's not embarrassing, but it's kind of funny. The one time I we had friends over, and like I woke you up because my room wasn't clean or something. Oh. Yes. Yes. You are. Well, I don't know if you are or not. Not now. I have no idea. But when you were a little kid, your room had to be just so you even had um, the color of your shoes had to match. Like all the all the brown shoes were the same. All the tennis shoes were in a, a certain area, and it was all lined up. And company came over, had dinner. Of course, the kids played in your room. Um, the guests, the family went home, you had fallen asleep, we just put you to bed, I don't know what time it was, but everybody was in bed sleeping, and you here you come, I can't sleep in my room, why can't you sleep, because my room's a mess, and I thought, oh my goodness, I have created a monster, he can't sleep in his room because it's a mess. Well, 
Joel, I love you dearly, but I'm not cleaning your room. Go back to sleep. Did I go back to sleep? Eventually. Oh, <laughs> so I, it was a process. I went back to sleep, so I know you went to sleep. <laughs> Let me ask you this, because I always get this story from Dad's point of view, but not from yours. Oh, dear. When I was a kid, we went to church one day, and I don't remember what happened, so maybe you can fill in the blanks, but you were at the hospital with... Oh, I know this story. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. So we were, it was on a Sunday right after church. We were coming home. Your dad was driving. Of course, I was in the passenger seat. You three kids were in the back. And your dad looked in the rearview mirror, and your sister down from you was covered in spots, scratching, itching. I'm thinking, what is going on? I thought, you can't have chicken pox or you can't have it that quick. I mean, it just doesn't all pop like that. So your dad, we went home. Your dad was home with you and your youngest sister. I drove your other sister to the hospital. Basically, they said it was a a rash. Basically, it was take some Benadryl, you'll be fine. I'm thinking, okay, spend how much money to let... Mm-hmm. Let everybody know that she needed Benadryl. I didn't know. So I am driving back. In the meantime, you were playing outside. It was one of the old cars that had the car antennas. And you tell this part of the story because you were curious about the car antenna. Yeah, there was a little embankment next to the driveway. So I was able to walk up a little hill and be at the same height or roughly the same height as the antenna on the car and I was pulling it back and watching and letting it go watching it go back and forth because of the energy you know I would pull it back and watch it go back and forth I thought that was fun the further back I pulled it the more intense the moving of the antenna I thought that was great so I pulled it back as far as I could and ended up pulling down over itself almost bending it in half but not enough that it broke and it worked like a spring so as I bent it all the way down. I leaned over the top of it, let go, and it flew up and nailed my left eye and just tore it up. So I remember walking into the house. My eye hurt, but I didn't at the time know exactly what was going on. I thought I was just crying, but I couldn't see out of it. And as a five-year-old or six-year-old, it didn't really dawn on me what that meant. But I remember holding my hand under my eye and walking into the house and seeing Dad's face when I was like, Dad, my eye hurts, or like I'm crying and I can't stop crying or something, but it turns out it was bleeding. His face went white as a ghost. <laughs> and then I don't remember what happened directly after that, but I do remember lying on the couch and hearing the ambulance show up, and then I remember Dad carrying me into the ambulance as we went to the hospital. Well, right. Because we only had one car, and I was with your sister at the hospital, driving back. And I remember passing an ambulance, but not knowing who was in the ambulance. So I just drove home. Because this is before cell phones. Nobody had any kind of portable phone, really. So I got out of the car, went in the house, 
Nobody's home. Thinking, that's pretty odd. So I go outside with your sister who has spots to the neighbor's house. And the neighbor says, oh, yeah, there's an ambulance that came. I went, what? So I went back in the house. That time your dad called and said, everything's fine. You just need to come back to the hospital. I said, what? Just come back to the hospital. Everything's fine. I'm thinking, okay. So I get back in the car with your sister who has a spot. (laughs) And I go back to the hospital, same hospital where I just came from. And there were two interns. And both interns had talked to me before about your sister. And the first intern says, oh, are you back? Is there something else going on? And the second intern says, oh, she's the mother of that one, too, in there. And the first intern went, oh, there's my story. (laughs) Did you and Dad ever get into a fight over the fact that I got hurt on his watch? No, I can't say that. No, not that I remember. Mm -hmm. I just thought, you know, things happen. Like that kid recently that fell and broke your glasses. Yes. Yes, yes. He didn't do it on purpose. It just happened. He was on the playground needing help. Mom was across the way. I went to grab the little guy, and he elbowed me, and, man, glasses broke everywhere. (laughs) He was sad. My eye hurt. My nose was bleeding. I went, oh, okay, all is well. Move it along. Do you have a favorite food? Favorite food? Hmm. I know you have a favorite restaurant. My favorite restaurant is, I like Olive Garden, their soup and salad. I also like, I like Panera Bread, their soup and salad. I'm a soup and salad girl. And you're not a drinker? No, no. I think we've been out and I've gotten you to drink something once or twice. Yeah. I mean, it's okay, but. I can never finish it. It's like, okay, I'm done. Thank you. Sure. What do you think about the fact that I have basically a side job that is all about beer? Hey, that is totally up to you. I have no no comments one way or the other. Do you think the mom from 10 or 15 years ago might have thought the same way? Of me at this age, not being underage drinker. Mm. Probably different opinion. <laughs> That's it. I'm like thinking, one. you know what? You, whatever, it's totally up to you. You are totally, you're an adult. You make your own decisions. And hey, if you can, if you enjoy it, so be it. Well, and I'm responsible about it. So I think if I wasn't, you'd be concerned. But that would be being a good mom. You do. Tell me about... No, we're not going there. Yes, come on. Tell me about when you used to jump out of airplanes. Neighbor kids. One got his pilot's license before his driver's license, and the other wanted to take lessons. They said, come watch, come watch. Back in the day, back in the day, um, 10 years ago, 100 years ago, 
we were learning to um, bend our legs and jump off a picnic table, (laughs) (laughs) which is a true story. And then it just went from there. But I remember saying, I'm not going to go watch you do that. Come, just come watch. So I did, and there we go. How many times do you jump out of a perfectly good airplane? Many, many, many times. When when your dad and I got married, he would tease and say, okay, submission is keeping your feet on the ground. I said, okay, I will do that. Besides, the um, insurance, I'm sure, was sky high. Now that you're not married anymore to dad, would you be interested in jumping out of a plane again? I don't think so. A tandem jump. I mean, you would jump with an instructor. You wouldn't have to do it on your own. Oh, I could. Uh, th- yes, I would do that. I'd like to see that. <laughs> even, even the even the parachutes are different. Because when I was, it was, of course, the round, the circular. Now it's more of a rectangle type. So it's all totally different. Do you have any photos or that you know of used, that were taken when to, you were used to but they were all uh ruined in the flood lots of pictures were ruined then i don't have any of that you and noah were buddies yeah 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 noah and i we were buddies <laughs> in fact in fact yeah i got that in fact you were just you were just what just a few months old and the flood was in the springtime, and I went to a ladies' conference, and your dad had you take, taking care of you at work when the flood happened, and they put you in a canoe to get you out of the flood area and to a safe area. And then I had, they brought them, brought you to me, and then, what hell, you were with me, and where we were at in Ohio was all nice and safe and dry, but not in the town where we were living at at the time. So that was your first canoe ride was being rescued from a flood. You always yeah. tell me that you hear all kinds of stories from kids about their parents. And I wonder oh. what kind of stories I wonder what kind of stories Wes tells his teachers about us. Oh yes. What do you tell parents uh, about that? My 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 line is if you only believe fifty percent of the things they say about me, I'll only believe fifty percent of the things they say about you. And usually parents are surprised. And then my second line, sometimes I say it, sometimes I don't. My second line is, and I know a whole lot about families. (laughs) And they just are not quite sure how to respond to that. They don't know if it's a a polite thing or a threat or what, huh? (laughs) Like, you never know. My, My favorite story is... One day, a little girl came to school and said, hey, we've got a brand new couch. I said, you have a brand new couch? Yeah. I said, what color is it? She says, white. 
I said, you have a brand new couch that's white. I bet it's so pretty. And the little girl looked at me and said, yeah, Daddy can't sleep it on it anymore because he drools. <laughs> so I never matched the Daddy until that day when he came to pick her up. Oh, that day. And I did have a smile on my face. And he looked at me and he looked at his daughter and he said, did she tell you we had a white couch? I said, yes, sir, he did. She did. And he goes, oh, dear. Well, it's good to meet you. Have a good day. And turned around and walked away. He knew. I knew. All is well. That's so funny. So that's my favorite parent story. Thanks for chatting. You're welcome. I'm... Talk to you later. All right. All right. Love you. Bye. All right. Love you, too. Bye now.